Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really isn't, Roger. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. Hello, all you hookers and slicers out there, and welcome back to another episode of the Downswing Golf Podcast, presented by 4Champ. My name is Stan Playclay, and with me co-hosting, as always, is Nick the Stick. Nick, how's the weather treating you? No. Great. Yeah, we're getting a little Indian summer this week. Weather's great. Gotten out to practice, play, play around this weekend. It was awesome. It's like 70 degrees. Couldn't ask for more at this point of the year. Yeah, a bit of a bit of a far cry from your five inches of snow you got a couple weeks back. Yeah, nice yeah, little turnaround there. Yeah, I was out there in short sleeves this afternoon, so definitely turned around, and it's that last little bit of hope before it all, you know, goes away. Yeah. So. Yeah, should should last through the this upcoming weekend, so that'll be nice. Yep, that's what they say. One more. Let's do it one more time. So, yeah, I'm, I'm going to try to get out at least for nine. Try out this. Uh, I'm going. I'm doing the broom putter, the 48-incher. The um, and it's, uh, it, yeah, it was going well. The non-anchor. Yeah, I don't know. I just, like, well, it's easy when they're in practice rounds and there's no pressure. Right. But, yeah, I don't know. I was rolling it good and. Usually I struggle with like distance control with that thing, but um, I don't know. I, I went to a center shaft one, and it uh, it feels good, it feels great actually. So I don't know. Just gonna try to ride that confidence and hold on to it through the through the next five months, and we'll see. We'll see on the other side. I feel like putting's all about confidence. Yeah, but do you usually do a center center shaft to putter? No, I used to, um, like in college, uh, golf for a while because I'm a left eye dominant. And so not having any offset really helped. Mm. I don't know. I'd gotten away from it for a few years. And then, um, you know, I've, I still do have a few center shafted putters. I mean, you have like 30 some putters, so like there's (laughs) gotta be a couple in there. Yes. I'm down to 30. (laughs) (laughs) Not up to 30. Down to 30. <laughs> These downsized um, folks. Yes, exactly. Um, well, hey, some people collect stamps. Yeah, you can't, but you can't put you can't putt with a stamp. That's what I always what I always say sometimes. I I've never tried. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just don't do it in a tournament. <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, no, I like I like the center shaft. So, um, have you ever used one? I have not. They've always looked very weird or awkward to me. Um, I've always had, I've always putted with like an offset, um, kind of a little like, uh, plumber's neck. Yeah. Um, you know, near the, you know, and come to the heel of the club basically. So I don't know. Every time I've seen a, like a center shafted putter, it just, I don't know. It just looks weird to me, but 
I've never actually I've never actually tried it, I guess. So considering the state of my putting, how it's been the last year and a half here, I might as well try one. So yeah. I don't know. <laughs> maybe I maybe I'm just holding myself back. My preconceived notions of center shafted putters is holding back my game. Step outside of your comfort zone. I mean, you know, it can't get any worse. <laughs> That's true. It can't get any worse. <laughs> you really can't. There's only one way to go. Yep. As my my old man said, it may or may not help, but it can't hurt. No. Definition of insanity, right? Yep. Yeah, we've talked about it. You know, try try lefty, try something. I mean, yeah. If you need to borrow, if you need to borrow a putter, I'm your guy. <laughs> I know who to call. Yeah, yeah. I might yeah. I might as well try lefty putting. That would be that would be something. Yeah, no, that that was fun. I mean, uh, you just yeah, you see the line all quite a bit different. Obviously, uh, you know, and several guys have done have gone to not only lefty, but I mean, no, what Nota Begay used to putt. He'd always have the putt break towards him. Oh, um, and do the switch switch putter? Yeah. yeah, he would switch. He had like a bullseye, uh titleless bullseye putter, which yeah. I have one as well. Yeah, I mean well, yeah, I mean it was much easier back in the day when putters weren't freaking huge. When he had just basically the flat blade putters. Yeah. The the uh mini putt type putters that you see nowadays. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the putt putt putters. Yeah, little old old school pings. Yeah, no, they actually has a really good feel to it. I mean, it's hard to like line up a, lo- a little bit, but um, they do actually have a remarkably good feel. Yeah, for, for nothing to them, no like weight distribution, perimeter weighting, and MOI factor. <laughs> right, no, the te- technology. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean my my first golf set had had one of those. That's what I basically learned playing on. A straight edge, straight edge razor there. <laughs> and, yeah, and I mean I, you know, for a long time putting was kind of one of my strong suits. So so maybe that was it. Maybe maybe I need to go back to the straight edge putter. Yes, as your as your swing doctor, I uh, I highly recommend you try that. Take two of these this weekend and call me on Monday. <laughs> All right, give it, <laughs> give it a shot. Now it's uh, I am looking forward to to this weekend because last weekend was as we mentioned the weather's better here now at this moment. Last weekend when I went out. Um, Sunday morning, it was 33 degrees. That's that's not Celsius. That's that's freedom units, and and the wind was howling like 20, 25 miles an hour. I was literally the only person on the course. <laughs> so so they didn't send a uh, beverage cart out to no, take care of you. They did not. I, I made sure to bring my own beverages. <laughs> nice. But it was uh, it was quite the experience. I don't think I've ever played in winds that strong. Um, you know, I'm not, and and I wouldn't say it, it. They were like, you know, you know, 
you go to a you go over to you know links courses and you know you hear stories about those like it probably wasn't as bad as you know those but like it was windy it was you know you looked at some of the pins out there and you're like eh, that could blow out of the hole <laughs> um, yeah did the ball move on the green oh yeah there's a couple times the ball was moving um i had one where i had a putt um where the ball was on the green and i stood over it and then i saw it just there was a wind gust and i start saw it start like oscillating so i kind of backed off and then it just started moving and it just rolled back like down the slope basically off the green <laughs> oh. it was but like i was i was on the course and i like i was just out there i i couldn't i could not care less about like how i was scoring i just went out there because of the conditions i was hitting multiple balls only person on the course I was yeah. just I was just out there just whacking the ball around, you know, just like I said, I'd never really played in like that windy of conditions before, so I was just like, let's see how, you know, how the ball or how everything reacts with this, you know, with this wind. Um, you know, let's just kind of get a little bit of experience in here, see what happens, you know, just in case, you know, one day years down the road here, you know, Maybe take a trip over to like Ireland or Scotland to play. Might need to uh, know a little bit about playing in these types of conditions. But um, yeah, you need to have like, some experience to pull out and you know. Remember that day in <laughs> November in Wisconsin? Like, yeah. just just do that. Yeah, just just do that. I, I will say, I absolutely I may have hit the best seven iron shot like ever in my life. <laughs> and it went like a grand total of like one one hundred forty yards. <laughs> like I absolutely, I absolutely flushed it, smoked it. I smoked it, but it was it was a hole. You know, it was into the wind, and it just it just died. But like middle of the green, had <laughs> a boy. Like I, I mean, if if it was you know a calm day, if it was warmer. Um, like you know, not like like humid, but if it was you know not thirty three degrees, it was you know warmer where the ball would carry a little bit more and no wind. Like that ball probably would have gone. I I have to say probably close to like I absolutely flushed it. It was it was probably going at least like one sixty five one seventy. But the wind was yeah, just like and you would have been over the green. That, no, I know, but that's what I mean. <laughs> Like, usually, like, my 7-iron probably goes around, around, like, 155, 160, uh-huh. I would say. But I was, like, I was like 140 out, and I'm into the wind. I was just like, I'm going to, you know, pull out, you know, just based on the rest of the hits I had that day. Yeah. And I just, I absolutely flushed it. I absolutely flushed it. Probably the best I've ever hit in it. And it was dead center of the green, 140 yards into the wind. It was... Like when I when it launched off my you know off my club, I was like, oh, that might be over the green. <laughs> uh oh. Uh oh. But then, <laughs> but then it got hung up in the wind, and it was fine. Yeah. But yeah, it was uh, it was quite the feel. It was one of, one of the few good feelings I had on the course there. <laughs> in in those conditions. Nice. That's awesome. No, it just always feels so good to flush one. Oh yeah, absolutely. 
rings in your loins. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, that was one of the the ladder holes I had on the day, too. So kind kind of left me with a nice little nice little feeling. But yeah, I still uh, I still have plenty of things to to figure out here, though. A lot of a lot of changes going on with my swing. Yeah. Yeah, we are, we're all working on stuff. Uh, have you had a lesson anytime? Not no, I haven't I haven't redone or resumed my lessons yet. I'll probably I've been I've been waiting for this gosh darn pandemic to kind of slow down here and we're like picking up another wave, so uh, especially where we are here in Wisconsin. Um, we're kind of getting hit hard here right now, but um, I'm hoping to because you know my coach is he owns kind of like an indoor simulator area so yeah i'm thinking you know once the weather kind of you know once the winter hits um i was hoping to you know i'm hoping to get back to doing them again so it'll be it'll be a little bit still but someday someday here i'll I'll get back to it yeah it's the safer decision it's not i mean you know it sucks but it sucks for everyone right now i mean we're all you know wishing we could do other stuff but it's probably uh, a smarter call i mean you want to stay healthy and you know play out of the hospital as long as you can or whatever yeah and and i'm not saying like you know a one-on-one lesson isn't really you know the most dangerous thing to do or whatever but um but i think it, it's kind of more of a combination of things it's it's that, and then also just work-wise, I've been basically just absolutely hammered all all year with with work. So, yeah, like like when I when I get time to go out and play golf, you know, I'm not. I don't want to right now. You know, during the summer and fall when the weather's still nice here in the Midwest, you know, nice enough to golf outside during the season. You know, I I want to you know spend that time outside playing like you know on a course at you know especially this year in particular yeah um, rather than spending it you know spending that time you know that free time that i have you know doing a lesson yeah no makes sense i hear you so you'll you'll get back there yeah for sure but yeah you you got out though right you at least at least enjoyed the weather a little bit the nice little weather that's gotten up there yeah for sure no we had uh it was breezy but yeah i went out for nine on saturday and then i've been been hitting in my garage pretty much every day and then rolling putts in the basement um but yeah i mean getting outside hitting off grass i wasn't sure if that would happen again this year but uh yeah and then even got some fresh air this afternoon um uh went out and rolled some putts and enjoyed the sunshine uh yeah, uh, so I'm trying to I'm trying out a ghost manta putter, and then um, Eric, the head pro, I'm also kind of demoing. He has a S- Scotty Cameron Big Sur mm. um, putter. That that one's about forty seven inches. So yeah, I don't know. Just work working with some of that. So yeah, it was uh, just played played uh, walked by myself back nine Indian head, and then met up with an old timer he caught up to me because i was playing so many balls and played with him uh 
him the last uh, three holes out of Indian Head. And then, uh, no, he, he just got some new clubs. Turns out, um, yeah, he's one of the kids that works there that I know at Indian Head. It's when it, it was his grandpa. Okay. And uh, he had just gotten some clubs at um, Club Champion. Um, the, the King Irons um, by King Cobra. Yeah. Um, which I demoed when I went to Second Swing in Minneapolis, and that was the club they put me in. Um, they just they just released a new set of those, right? Yeah. What are they the two seventies or something like that? I don't I don't remember what they're called, but but they look they looked really nice. They looked uh, and they've gotten some pretty darn good reviews too, from what I've heard. But yeah, these were just the Forge Tech. Okay. Um. Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's some even newer ones. I mean, you're probably right because it sounds vaguely familiar. But uh, these were—I don't know when these Forge Tech came out, but yeah, um, no, they—they—they uh, they, they were nice. Forge Tech, yeah, yeah, they got that classic, uh, classic style to them. Classic muscle back, but they're—they're they're mm-hmm. really. I mean, yeah, when. That was the club they put me in. I just wasn't ready to, you know, drop. Yeah, a grand. <laughs> drop, drop the coin on them. Yeah, yeah, a little, uh, a little up there in price. Yeah, most irons are right around there now. I mean, that's why I would, probably would go to second swing because you could probably find them for like eight or nine hundred. You know, you know, maybe twenty five percent off or more, a third off. Um, but. Um, yeah, I don't know. I, I do want to upgrade one of these maybe next year. Yeah, and I'm. Uh, I want to. I want to. I want to upgrade because um, I haven't been able to freaking hit my driver forever. I want to. I want to finally upgrade that once I learn how to actually hit or swing the driver. That's kind of one of the things I want to focus on for upcoming um, lessons. Just to kind of off the tee driver yeah um because i I mean i've been just hitting my three wood and and i hit my three wood well but you know it'd be nice to be able to actually hit a driver and gain even more distance and not have you know not have to deal with maybe four irons into greens as many times as as i am maybe right now yeah, no, you gotta have a driver long term. I mean, that's that's a temporary solution. Is yeah, pretty much. Me <laughs> hitting three woods all the time. I mean, driver. I mean, that's one of the funnest parts of the game. Is you know hitting bombs. Hitting bombs. Yeah. <laughs> no, and I used to. Yeah, I used to hit driver pretty decently. Um, but then I just yeah, then it just went away, and I switched to just hitting three wood and. And that's been good for me, but yeah, like I said, it's you know, it's not I'm not maximizing my distance off the tee and you know, I, I'm short changing myself essentially because of it. Um But like you know, every time I swing the driver now it just feels so awkward. And I've I have a pretty old driver, you know, for you know, driver standards <laughs> club standards right now. Um I have the old like arrow burner driver. Yep. You know. Um, many, many generations of drivers ago, <laughs> but, um, in the golf world, it's a grandpa. Oh yeah. I mean, what, what is, 
TaylorMade's on, well, they're on the Sim now, but prior to the Sim, they were on, what, the M6 they M5, got up to? Yeah, M5, M6, and then the year before that, M3, right. 4. So, then, but they went, you know, they went like five, six generations of the the M's. The, the arrow burner was pre that, essentially. That was like... So that's 2016, 2015? Like... Uh, arrow burner I got in yeah probably yeah probably either 2014 or 2015 probably um, so I mean it's been a good five years um, but like anytime I go swing that um, like it just it just feels awkward right now like I don't feel like I actually know how to swing a driver especially with with all the changes I've made to my, you know, my swing in general through lessons recently, like right now my driver swing is like, I just, I don't have that feeling. Um, so it's like, I need to learn how to swing the big club via lessons. And then after I learn that, I feel like I want to then go get, you know, fit for a driver. Right. So, you know, it might, you know, it might feel a little bit awkward right now because maybe, maybe I have a driver that has, maybe the, you know, the shaft is way too long. Yeah. You know. Bryson wouldn't say so. No, but I'm no, I'm no, I'm no Bryson. (laughs) Yeah. I'm not flexing in front of my garage. My neighbors would probably call the cops (laughs) if I did that. Yeah. You at least stay in the basement and flex. Yeah. Yeah. You know, in front of the bathroom mirror. Yeah, but not out, not out where people can see me. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Are you, you think Bryson's going to pull out the forty-eight incher at uh, Augusta? He's going to do whatever he thinks is going to help him win. So if he thinks that will help him win, if he thinks a forty-eight inch driver is going to help him win at Augusta, he's going to he's going to pull it out and he's going to use it. Is it one of those things like if you pull it out for day one and you know it goes poorly, do you go back on day two or do you just commit to it for the week? I think he probably commits to it for the week, like the driver itself. Yeah. Or maybe he day by day just tweaks things with his swing or something. Yeah. You know, stays stays behind until until uh, you know with with the lights on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yeah, he'll figure National. He's a pro. He'll sit there and figure it out. Yeah. No, I'm just wondering, like, mentally, like, I mean, if you shoot, like, what, what, whatever's that bad number, 78 on at Augusta, and, like, you know, you just have a bad day, whether it's totally a driver or not, but you just got sideways, do you, like, I don't know, I always think about that in ter- my tournaments, like, you know, at what point do you, you know, pull the plug? Yeah. I mean,. But at the same time, even with the pros, though, like, every day is kind of different. You know, one day you might be hitting everything really good. The next day you might not be. Um, And that, you know, might not mean, you know, changing a whole lot of things. It's just kind of how that day goes. Yeah. Um, Sometimes you hit a lot of good shots. You feel like you're swinging the club really well, and maybe you're just – you're getting bad bounces or something. Maybe, you know, with all the undulation at Augusta, maybe you're just getting some bad – hops you know with you know maybe the ball's kicking off some mounds or something going 
you know, in some bad spots and leaving you in bad situations. So, you know, I wouldn't like in that case, you don't really change anything with your swing. You're just like, that's the way it goes. You know, hopefully tomorrow is better, essentially. Yeah, it's not a fair game. Yeah. You, You assume that at some point, you know, you'll get some bounces go your way. If you, you know, if you keep doing... The law of large numbers says eventually you're about yeah, to... Yeah, you know, law of, the law of averages, right? <laughs> I mean, I'm no statistician, but uh, eventually you can't always end up on heads. No. You'd think. You'd think that. <laughs> this, is a, this is the arrow burner. It launched in 2015 because it has Rick Shields and other guys like demoing it in um, in 2014 the end of 2014 yeah it was probably 2015 that i got it i had the i had the rocket balls before then and i i love that driver that driver is probably that's the driver i've i hit the best out of out of any drivers i've ever hit in my life that i've had you could probably find another one of it for pretty cheap i probably could but (laughs) i don't really i feel like i might as well you know get with the times here i'm sure yeah. i'm sure i can find something that i can hit just as well but yeah it was a tragic end to that rocket balls driver got it got that, was take, that the one that's that's the one that somebody broke yeah tragically what was the short short version of that the who broke it so we're in a we were in a scramble and one of my partners um you know and there's been you know there's been some alcoholic beverages you know, consumed <laughs> here um and i was uh, i was on the tee ready to you know ready to swing and and one of my partners thinks it would be a hilarious idea to to toss his club at the tee to knock my ball off before I hit it and I end up hitting his club with my driver on my downswing and I hit yeah. the ball I hit the ball <laughs> but um but yeah the ball goes and then I see my the driver head flying off too <laughs> completely broken so oh, that's right he ended up paying for the arrow burner though but um so I got it replaced, but the arrow burner just never seemed the like. I never quite had the same confidence with the arrow burner that I had with the with the old rocket balls, the RBZ. Yeah, no, I hear you. Who who was it? Was I don't that? honestly. I don't even remember his name. I would have no. to. I would have to probably look him up. I was like, hey, you were covering for Fergie or something. No, it wasn't. Fergie was in, Fergie was there. He saw yeah. it. He was in the group, okay. but it wasn't him. It wasn't him. Um, I I don't. Yeah, I can't remember. I can't remember his name. I mean, it was a it was like a work scramble thing. Yeah, that's why I thought I knew him. I, you probably. I mean, you probably do. I just I don't remember his name. I, like I said, I need to. It's been so long since I've. Next time we see Fergie, we'll see. Hey, who broke Clay's I could probably if I if I looked on LinkedIn, I could probably find him. What? Not Theron, right? No, 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 no. He was a he was a tall, lanky dude. Mike Peterson? No, 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 no. <laughs> now you're just <laughs> now you're just 
<laughs> You're just throwing rumors out there now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I heard. It was. You want to hear, hear my funny story? Oh, I absolutely. Was, Always do. I, I was actually the dick of the day of ruining my friend's driver. So in college, I thought, you know, again, you know, we were sitting around having some pops and it, you know, darkness came upon the, uh, the evening. And, um, I don't know, we just thought it'd be hilarious. So my buddy's at, we were at an apartment co- complex and he lives on the, the top third story floor of the complex. So his deck is, is right there. Um, uh, he had a walkout deck obviously, but we somehow came up with the idea. We're going to get on the roof and hit golf balls over the parking lot by the target next to the apartment, <laughs> apartment building and like i mean it's like two in the morning or it was late and so I didn't watch the ball just bounce down the parking lot and so yeah i'm up there and then but you're on a on the roof so it's like pitched on both sides yeah and yeah you're like we had to like hammer the t into the shingles <laughs> and then like yeah you're in like I think I was probably the one that hit the first shot because it didn't go well. Oh, well, I know we hit a couple shots out there, but then all of a sudden, like, make a swing and, like, because you're you're standing on each foot is, like, at an angle, and somehow, you know, there was was a lot of sparks. And it was my buddy's brand-new driver, um, like a Ping ISI. So this was, like, 03. And, uh, yeah, there, there was some huge... Uh, road rash scar, scar marks on the bottom of it so I ended up having to buy him a new driver um, past warranty and, yeah <laughs> yeah it, it, it was one of those dummy marks that, that, that they're not going to cover that no how did this happen like that didn't that wasn't manufacturer's defect but uh, it, was, it was a fun time nonetheless I haven't I haven't thought of that story in a while <laughs> You know, they don't put shingles on tea boxes anymore. Yeah, exactly. No, I, and that guy, uh, his name's Avery Reed. So uh, he ended up becoming a club fitter for TaylorMade. And so he travels around in the tour van at the um, events, or he did for a while. And now I think he's still out at the events, but he's not in like the tour van, like the, um, you know, fitting guys with clubs. But he would send, he would post pictures on his Facebook, like fitting Sergio Garcia and all the tailor made guys in these, you know, clubs um, for a long time. He's still involved with the tour. Uh, but yeah, he uh, did pretty well for himself. He was having fun traveling around. Once he, once he had you, you know, ruin his driver, I like turned the, turned the corner for him. Really gave him the spark for his career, it, eh? It sparked it. Oh yeah. Well played. Well wow. played, sir. Well done. All right. Uh huh. So yeah, it's my story. And you're sticking to it. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to tell anyone else. That's just between me and you. Well, yeah. No, just. I mean, yeah. I'll I'll just edit that part out. <laughs> oh. Oddly enough, that's not my most regrettable <laughs> of college, believe it or not. <laughs> that, was not that was not even – that might have been top five stupidest things I did, but it definitely was not top the top spot. So, Fair enough. Fair enough. 
We'll, we'll save those for another day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it did involve a golf club. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> All right. Let's uh, let's talk about our uh, our picks that we had this past week. Yeah. How'd we... The good old uh, Bermuda. Bermuda Championship. Like, you know, I, I kind of felt um, a little similar to the guys playing down in Bermuda. There was some strong winds down there. They had a little bit warmer warmer weather than me, but they uh, certainly had to deal with the deal with the elements a little bit. Had to had the shot shape punch it low. Yeah, <clears throat> gotta control your balls. <laughs> gotta control them. But you know, um, yeah. D- Picks weren't uh, picks weren't great this, this week. Um, each of us had a, a guy who withdrew. <laughs> your your best man Pat Perez withdrew. My dark horse Henrik Stenson withdrew. So yeah, it's uh, it wasn't great in that regard. And then uh, yeah, so your best man withdrew, and then your dark horse finisher missed the cut. So I pretty much I pretty much won by default with with my best man pick uh, Danny Willett just finishing one over didn't didn't withdraw didn't miss the cut somehow somehow defaulted to victory for for me uh huh you just didn't do the worst <laughs> but hey my my bringing up the rear pick though he did do the worst you're bringing up the rear dude. Uh, did, yeah. did the worst for being the worst, if that makes sense. Ali <laughs> Schneider Jans, Nick's uh, bringing up the rear pick, finished at minus 13 for the week. <laughs> <laughs> Good old contending. Contending for, he was he was softly closing his trunk this week. Yeah. With, like whistling a tune. Yeah, with a big check. Yeah. He probably he probably couldn't even close his trunk with the with the check that big. It was like sticking out the back. I mean, they only give out the Happy Gilmore one, <laughs> uh, the winner. You know, Brian Gay. Uh, you know, kudos to him. He's been he's a journeyman as well. You know, we we like those guys. Uh, but uh, yeah, um, Ollie took home a, a solo third right outside the playoff. So yeah, good for him. He uh, he must have heard our podcast and he's like f those dudes up there in wisconsin like i'll show them yeah i'm that's guaranteed what happened yeah uh, ollie's a long time long time listener of the, i mean we go way back <laughs> but he's uh yeah he had a great he had a great week great week it's been a you know it's been a while since um you know when he first came on tour he was kind of one of those rookies that had a lot of promise and was kind of getting a lot of attention, especially with with him not. You know, he's one of like the few guys, maybe even the only guy. Um, I would have to fact check that, but um, who like doesn't wear a hat out there? He's just got his his you know his locks of hair just kind of flowing in the breeze. Um, where you know PGA Tour hat sponsors kind of the, one of the biggest ways guys make money out there in terms of sponsorships that's like the big thing and he just doesn't do it 
It's like, I hate wearing hats, so I'm not going to. But, yeah, he, uh, he had a quite the, you know, when he first came on tour, kind of quite the, he was quite newsworthy in that regard and had a lot of, you know, a lot of praise for, you know, his potential. But, you know, he's kind of slowed down a little bit since then. And But this past week, he, he put, it, put up a good week and proved you wrong. Dude, maybe it was the wind. Like, I mean, he had all his, you know, all the crooked shots, you know, the wind blew it back on the fairway. And, like, maybe. the guy has a round of his life. Maybe. Maybe, like, he just, because of his hair just flowing in the wind, like, he could just tell what exactly the wind was doing. He could just let, sense it, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's a good way to read the wind. You know, right. you just look at the hair, see what that's doing. Yeah, he just looks at his hair. You know, which way is the hair going? That's you know, it's uh, it's almost like cheating. Like yeah, it's yeah, it's an unfair advantage for sure. Yeah, all those guys wearing hats don't know what they're missing. No, they got like they got to grab some grass and throw it up, and who knows? You know, different yeah, different like blades of grass. You know, different types of grass maybe fly differently in the wind, but like the hair, the hair is always the same. So you can you can tell you know. Uh, you're used to it. You can't always trust the grass. Right, exactly. Exactly. Hair don't lie. Hair don't lie. <laughs> so, pretty pretty safe to say that I won I won this week. Um, so, I don't know if we can call it a sweep. I, no, I, would, I wouldn't call it a sweep because my, my dark horse guy got with, he withdrew, so. I mean, I think withdrawal is worse. Oh, worse than miss. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, did he? He played. Win? He played like one round and then withdrew. Okay, because if you withdraw before, that's why we have the tiebreaker. But if you, yeah, no. If he if he pulls his, you know. Yeah. No, I I think he just you know he was sick of hitting his three wood. It's kind of getting like me right now. Sick of the yeah, three wood. He didn't want to pull the number and hurt his handicap, so he just. <laughs> Draws so he doesn't have to enter the system. Henry, I think it's well known that Henrik Stenson is is super concerned about his handicap number. <laughs> he is he's one of those guys that just you know he he's kind of a you know he has one of those vanity handicaps. <laughs> could be could be integrous. I mean, he doesn't want to be a sandbagger. No, no. <laughs> You know, they had good intentions, but uh, so I mean, I almost, I mean, I think I'm, I'm, have I'm to... with you. I'm with you. I don't think it's a sweep. I, I, I win. I win the week, but it's not. It's not a sweep. Oh yeah. But but definitely for me, you know, in the election season that we're in, uh, this was this was a good one for me. I, I'm declaring myself the winner. I'll make my ex- my acceptance speech right now. You know. Fake news. This is real. <laughs> this, this, this we want a recount on the leaderboard. <laughs> oh. But, yeah, so we got the Houston Open coming up this week. And then and then we got the Masters. God, We're so almost good. there. Almost there, Nick. One more week. One more week. Are you going to take off and like watch any of it? I am. I'm taking off Thursday and Friday. I'm hoping with the I'm hoping the weather stays 
decent. I mean, it does, it's probably not going to be 60 degrees or 70 degrees like it's been kind of like the last few days and kind of going to be the remainder of this week. But, you know, you know, if it's like 40s or 50s um, and not, you know, snowing and I can get out and play, that's the plan. Off Thursday and Friday, I want to go out and play each morning and then come back and watch watch the coverage. And uh, I'm, so, I'm so excited. So yeah. pumped. God. I can almost smell the magnolia. <laughs> the pimento cheese. Yeah. Oh, kind of, my gosh. Oh, man. I, hope, I actually was thinking, I hope it's not all that nice because then I'm going to be like, oh, do I go play? I mean, got to take advantage of these good days or like, but I want to watch it. You know, uh, one of my favorite things is to like watch the on the range coverage. Yeah. With guys, like practicing and like warming up and like what the drills they're doing, what training aids, you know, I'm, I, so I, I might work at least the mornings, pretend to work and, <laughs> you know, pull the little dual screen action. and Yeah, the, I I, abso- I just absolutely love the Masters coverage, what they have. Not only not only the on-the-range session or, um, you know, channel essentially, but, like, they have the feature groups. They have the, you know, Amen Corner. They have, like, you know, 13 and 15 or whatever, 15 and 16. Um, like all these different channels that you can just put on like multiple monitors and watch them kind of like all at once and and like they've they started doing that well before any of the other like majors kind of increased their coverage like Masters like has always been the tournament to like just be able to like you know stream online and, and see these different views and everything and different channels and and not have to worry about like, you know, when is the, you know, CBS, you know, coverage going to come on, you know, not that doesn't come on till like afternoon. So I got to wait all that time. No, Masters, it's like it's already going in the morning. You got the on the range, you got feature groups, you got, you know, aim and corner. You got it's just the coverage is just absolutely fantastic with the Masters. I absolutely love it. And just the. Just silky, syrupy, smooth voice of Jim. Oh, well, right, naturally. Uh, naturally. It's just a tradition unlike any other. Oh, man, I'm so excited. So excited. It's been too long. <laughs> it's been too freaking long. It'll be the one bright spot of the year. The nice thing is, though, once, once you know, once next week comes around, we're going to have Masters in, you know, Masters next week, and then... You know, half a year from now, we'll have the Masters again. You know, it, it's going to be like we're going to have a double dose of, of Masters here. It's, it's going to be it's going to be quite nice. Yep. it's it's a nice it's a nice change of fortunes to to this situation we've been living in for a while here. Yeah. There's light at the end of the tunnel. Exactly. Yeah, just. Something different. Masters in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Getting goosebumps just thinking oh, about it. Oh, man. Let's, let's, let's bring us bring us back down. We got to talk about yeah, the Houston back, Open. Back to Houston for a second. Yeah, we got to go back to Texas. We got we to figure out who we're going to pick. Who Who's going to win? Yeah, pick a best man. Pick a dark horse. 
pick a tiebreaker just in case, and then one final pick of bringing it up the rear who we think was going to finish in last place and who is not going to be too happy come come Friday afternoon. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, who goes first? You want to well, pick, pick a number one through ten? Uh, three and a half. Yeah, you got it. Nice. Go. Fantastic. All right. So for my uh, for my best man to win, I am going to be picking the big the big dude, the big guy. You know who I'm picking. Scotty Scheffler? No, DJ. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Scotty Scheffler. Get out of here. He's big in stature. He is kind of big in stature. Oh, man. Holy man. Um, well, since you did that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bring it back with a little... Dude, I am going to go Scotty Scheffler. Okay. He's, he's, he's a rising stock in my world, you know. If he... If he had an IPO, I'd buy. <laughs> bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye, bye. Okay, all right, okay. Dark Horse. Um, I'll I'll have you. It'll be it'll do. We'll do a snake here. You can, well, you can do Dark Horse. Snake. Little snake, snake, snake draft. Alrighty. Just wanna do a quick little scroll by. Um, take Terrell Hatton for my. Okay. Not a bad choice. I was taking. I was taking a little look at him. A little little peek. A little side side eye glance. Tip of the hat oh. to the Hat Man. Yeah. Hatton. Yeah. 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 All right. For my uh, for my dark horse, I'm gonna go with Sung J Im. Okay. Been trending in the right direction for you. He sure has. It's been he's he's had a couple couple pretty good weeks this year. Yeah. All right, you bring it back with the uh, tiebreaker. The tiebreaker. I'm uh, I'm gonna go with Victor. Victor Hovland for my for my tiebreaker. What's your vector, Victor? You have Clarence. Clarence. Surely you can't be serious. <laughs> I am. And don't call me Shirley. <sighs> oh, these kids today. Half the half our listeners aren't even going to know what we're talking about. Yeah. Go watch Airplane. Classic. Classic. Roger, Roger. <sighs> uh, it's just great. Who, uh, 
who are you going to use as a tiebreaker if if yeah. if we deal with more withdrawals this week? Hey, I mean yeah. it's the week it's the week before the Masters, so if things like are going wrong with some guys, might see some withdrawals because you know, hey, I'm not doing well in this tournament. I'm going to get out of here. Going to travel to Augusta, you know, get you know get the extra practice in. Yeah, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. Um, just because I like his mustache in this picture, and in honor of you, <laughs> um, it is Movember. Movember. Uh, I haven't started. I've started mine yet. Just not gone full mo. I'm still. Yeah, you haven't shaved off the rest of your beard there. Yeah, but yeah, uh, Doc Redman. Doc Redman. Uh, yeah, what's up, Doc? <laughs> All right, and bringing it up the rear. All right, this is. I need to. I need to come back a little stronger and pick someone who's actually going to uh, not get a third place finish. <laughs> yeah, who who are you going to spark this week? <laughs> who do I want to light a fire under? Um, sorry, I was just oh man, do a little scroll down, keep scrolling. I've got I've got a guy in my sights right now. He's got a hell of a hell of a profile picture. He's speaking oh. speaking to me. There is there is one dude that doesn't have a profile picture. I, I'm not picking him, <laughs> but that tends to be a decent decent you know. Decent pick for this last place finish here. Never a bad idea to go with the the pickless player. Yeah, I mean, that's if they don't even, they can't even afford you know their mom <laughs> take a picture of them. You know, I mean, even I mean, everybody's got a phone. Everybody's in their got a camera in their pocket nowadays. How can you not get a picture like <laughs> uploaded to the interweb? Like, serious? Just go grab his LinkedIn picture. Uh, Mr. Hogan, even. Yeah, Hogan. He's he's not even alive anymore, and he's got one. <laughs> um, I'm going Kramer Highcock. Kramer? You going with Kramer? Going Kramer. Yeah, just like the name. Okay. All right. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Well, Ooh, yeah. I'm going to go with uh, Ben Willman. He started at the bottom. Oh, yeah. He's. You can't you can't look at that picture and, and not have it speak to you for this pick. <laughs> Like he's not even wearing a polo shirt, like a golf shirt. He he looks like he's a tennis player in the pick. Like he he's in the wrong like tournament. He signed up for the Houston Open thinking it was like the a men's singles tennis tournament and yeah, apparently it's golf. So I'm liking <laughs> my chances right now. 
I'm not playing golf today, Grandpa. <laughs> I'm playing tennis. <laughs> you'll play golf and you'll like it. <laughs> <laughs> what about my asthma? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you asthma. <laughs> oh, Benny Boo Boo. Yeah. All right, so picks. We got, for best man, Nick has Scotty Scheffler. I have Dustin Johnson. For the dark horse, Nick has Tyrell Hatton. I have Sung Ye Im. For the tiebreaker, Doc Redman for Nick and Victor Hovland for me. And then bringing up the rear, we got Kramer Hycock. And uh, I even forget this guy's name. (laughs) I'm really good at this. Uh, Ben Willman. There we go. <laughs> ben, I'm playing tennis today, Wilman. <laughs> That's it. Those are our picks for the Houston Open. People, we are almost there. We're almost ready for the Masters. It's only a matter of time. It's right around the corner. I'm so excited. I know Nick's excited. And we hope you are excited. Excited. One more weekend to go. The countdown is on. Yeah. Let's go. Signing off. Arnold Palmer is the Masters champion of 1960. Expect anything different? It's just not a fair fight. No, it really is a Roger Howard. I mean, that is phenomenal. Oh, it's not a cut. That's a slice. And it's a good one, too. (laughs) 